Lots of response to yesterday's essay on my family's 99-year lease on two seats in Memorial Stadium that may be coming to an end with this new evil plan to rid the East Balcony of we, the hoi polloi, to make room for the well-heeled happy to between three and 5,000 non-taxable, tax-deductible dollars for the right to buy the tickets. Many asked why, Rosie. In this era of mega TV and marketing deals, large donor gifts to build buildings, why soak the common folk? It's a fair question. After the announcement by Trev Alberts, the living, breathing Husker football hero who likely spilled a pint of his own blood on that famed football battlefield more than a couple of times, got a chill. The chill came in the form of Alberts' plan to retrofit Memorial Stadium, entering its second century. Phase one, the East Balcony. The Jim Roses, along with the other 1,500-some-odd squatters up there, got the note. The Dear Jim note. The one that winds around paragraphs of gratitude for all the support and how I'm part of the greatest fans in the universe. There is no place like Nebraska, yada, yada. Followed by the kill shot. If you want to stay in Section 109, Row 1, Seats 3 and 4, we're going to need more. In my case, $2,500 more. In other words, the seats will be there for another 100 years, but your family may not, unless you're willing to fork over another 500 per game just to lease them. I must admit, nowhere in the note does it say this is more about me than you. Actually, it really is more about me. For most of the first 99 years, the department needed the money, right up till about 2010. Nebraska may have been a college football innovator in walk-ons, academic support, strength, and conditioning, but not money. Until the mid-90s, when we were winning 60 of 63 games, playing for the national title, remember those days? Almost all of Grandma's 76,000 spots were free, so to speak, did not require a donation. You could have 100 tickets between the 49-yard lines in the East and West Stadiums, the Rodeo Drive of the stadium, and pay just the price of the ticket. That was not by accident. Bob Devaney was a hard-scrabble chap himself, grew up the son of a tugboat captain along Lake Michigan. So when he ascended to athletic director, Bob appreciated the well-heeled among the Sea of Red, but ensured that no fan would ever be priced out. Started the knothole bleachers in the South Stadium, get in for a quarter, kept expanding the place. If he needed something like a new press box, he'd buy a round at the Lincoln Country Club, scoop up checks, and for a healthy one-time donation, promise good seats for life. Same for the weight room. Eventually, ticket money, concessions, advertising just couldn't keep up. The place was falling apart, we had no savings account, and sports were getting more expensive. Enter Bill Byrne, the MBA from Oregon, who mopped up the red ink, repaired the joint, got our bills paid, started a savings account thanks to seat donations. That savings account today nears $200 million, a nest egg that pays off a lot of bad coach and AD hires. Each year, the seat donations inched up, a little here, a little there. We added skyboxes and club seats, made a fortune. Suddenly, Big Red was taking in $35 million a year just on seat tariffs, not including what we pay for the ticket itself. The conferences merged, signing up monster TV deals. Starting in 2024, each Big Ten school gets an average of $62 million in TV money alone. The big red coffers will swell to an average of 175 to 190 million a year in gross revenues. That's how you pay 30 million to get Matt Rule and then promise him to pay, promise to pay him 45 million more. 
So with this torrent of cash, is there a need? Well, not really today. But if we're going to be around another 99 years, will you ever have enough?